0: every day. It's a special Saturday episode of the Locked on Thunder podcast here on July 7th. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. I want to thank you so much for making us a part of your day or your weekend. And you know it has to be big if we're going to do something on Saturday. And that big news is... Carmelo Anthony and the Oklahoma City Thunder will eventually part ways. That according to Adrian Wojnarowski Janowski of ESPN and Roy Young of ESPN, as NBA insiders have told them that Carmelo Anthony will now play someplace else next year. And I will talk about in segment number one why I hate that decision by both Carmelo Anthony and the Oklahoma City Thunder, but how there was really no way of getting around it and where we will see Carmelo Anthony's biggest loss and why it's not going to be easy to replace this guy. Um, I think a lot of people are under the impression that Carmelo Anthony's a guy that once he's gone, it'll free up some money and the Thunder will just be able to go out and sign someone. Well, that's not necessarily the case. We'll get into a little bit of that. Plus, how do you replace this guy in the locker room? How do you replace everything else that he brings to the Thunder, which are... The intangibles. We will talk about that there. In segment number two, it's Paul George Day because Paul George has officially signed his contract with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Also, Hamadou Diallo made it official and even got into the Summer League game yesterday. What can Paul George and Rush accomplish? What did I say, Rush? How about Russ? What can Paul George and Russ actually accomplish not only this season but in seasons future? And Nerlens Noel makes it official, that's segment two. And then segment number 3 we'll give a little bit of the Summer League perspective. What I saw in the first few minutes of yesterday's game and what we'll be doing for tonight's game on Thunder Digest, plus the best of Melo. He will definitely be missed and we will play some of Carmelo Anthony's more memorable audio highlights as... Uh, as, as a member of the Oklahoma City Thunder. So when you're out there and you're drinking some wine today because you know Carmelo Anthony loved the wine, remember to pour a little bit out for him. And if it's beer that's, that, that is your drink, well, pour a little out for Carmelo Anthony as well because I think there's a lot of people in this city that's actually going to miss Carmelo Anthony being in the orange and blue. Surprised to see that on Twitter yesterday. I'm Eric G. i am eric G did radio here in Oklahoma City for a while I also work for another publication called Thunder Digest. You can binge listen anytime at LockedOnThunder.com. Plus, you can also see video and hear audio from players, coaches, and front office types. Yesterday, it came out, unfortunately, after we had already published the podcast, that Carmelo Anthony and the Oklahoma City Thunder would be parting ways. Uh, News happened about 11 o'clock local time here in Oklahoma City, maybe a little bit later than that, but it shouldn't come as a big shock that Carmelo Anthony won't be with the Oklahoma City Thunder. When it it comes down to finances and you're paying somebody $28 million to average only 16 points, not give you much defense, and ultimately neither one of you were really happy with each other's part in this whole situation. I guess the best way to put it, Carmelo Anthony wasn't happy with his role, and the Thunder certainly had an idea of what they wanted Carmelo Anthony to do, and if he wasn't willing to do it, you reach an impasse, and unfortunately, that means it's time for everybody to part ways. But getting rid of Carmelo Anthony, A, should not have been an easy decision, and I hate this decision. I absolutely hate that he is not coming back to Oklahoma City next year because he is a valuable piece. Of this organization, not just from an on the court perspective, because now you've got to replace what is it about 16 and a half points per game, but you also have to replace veteran leadership in the locker room, which is not an easy thing to do. And yes, you have Paul George and Steven Adams and Russell Westbrook, and this certainly gives opportunities for a guy like Steven Adams to step up and really fill that void that a guy like Carmelo Anthony is leaving behind, but it also puts more pressure on a guy like Raymond Felton to continue to be that voice of reason for young guys who need it. So Carmelo Anthony, not easy to replace from a locker room standpoint or from a point standpoint, but also he still has a no trade clause in his contract. So if the Thunder are looking to trade him, which one, first of all, I don't know who's going to want to pick up and pay the majority of that contract. That, that's, that's a big deal. Whoever gets him now assumes that contract. I, I don't know who that is. I don't know. I don't see the Atlanta Hawks, the Miami Heat, the Houston Rockets, the Los Angeles Lakers, whoever saying, yeah, we'll pay $28 million for what Carmelo Anthony is going to give us this year. Plus, Carmelo Anthony can say that he doesn't want to go to that particular team. So now, you don't have a whole lot of incentive to trade for him, no matter who you are. But especially if you're the Lakers and the Rockets, which are the teams that he's going to be most linked to because he's a part of the Banana Boat crew, if you're the Lakers or the Rockets, you might as well let Oklahoma City pay that salary. Have Oklahoma City release him, stretch him, and then you can pay him whatever you need to pay him, and he'll be more agreeable to accept that salary. Because he's getting everything from that original contract he signed, and you don't have to give up any assets and then overpay for what you're getting with Carmelo Anthony. So the, the the difficulty with Oklahoma City Thunder is, I hate to use this word, but I kind of feel like they're stuck with Carmelo Anthony. And knowing what he gives you, knowing what he gave you in the locker room and on the floor, I would have kept Carmelo Anthony. It would have been a tough decision financially. Financially, It would have been a hard pill to swallow. Uh, but you also have to remember that luxury taxes and and things like that are about your season-ending salary, not what you have going into the season. And there certainly were ways that you could have alleviated that. It would have been difficult, but you could have done it. And maybe you could have found a home for Carmelo Anthony at the trade deadline, where, yes, you would have paid half of that salary already, $14 million, but maybe somebody for $14 million could have seen him as a hired gun, would have wanted to bring him in for the rest of the season, and maybe you could have gotten something in return. And I look at the guys who were out there that the Thunder could get on free, in free agency. A guy like Vince Carter is still out there, but I don't know if you want to overpay for him. Jabari Parker's there, but will he accept the mid-level exception? Uh, You're not getting Dirk Nowitzki. There's a good way to replace Carmelo Anthony's points. Uh, You're not getting him. You don't want to pay him. He's, what, 40 years old now, and, and he's going to go back to the Dallas Mavericks. So what may ultimately happen with the Oklahoma City Thunder is you look at a starting five that has Russell Westbrook, Paul George, Stephen Adams, Andre Robertson, and Jeremy Grant, or maybe Patrick Patterson, but I would think Grant would probably get the start. And you limp along and you just deal with Carmelo Anthony being gone and his points being gone. And then you see the possibility of replacing him in probably probably somewhere around the trading deadline. And then you're able to make a move. There's also some other decisions that the Thunder have to make. They have to figure out if they want to bring back Josh Eustace. He's still out there as an unrestricted free agent. And Corey Brewer is out there as an unrestricted free agent. And and now, I would think bringing back Corey Brewer is really... I, I just sort of assumed that Corey Brewer wouldn't come back. I would think that the decision for Corey Brewer is based on just what is going through Andre Robertson's body and head right now. Is he ready to come back? Are the Thunder ready to bring him back? And if there's any question about whether or not he'll be ready to go by the first few weeks of the season then maybe you do bring back Corey Brewer to fill in that role because he gave you everything he possibly could, certainly exceeded his average minutes, could be a blessing from an offensive standpoint that Andre Robertson just can't because Corey Brewer can hit open shots. But there are possibilities out there for the Thunder to fill out this role. And while I'm sitting here talking about the difficulty of trading Melo and replacing him both points-wise and locker room-wise... That's when a guy like Sam Presti goes to work and has something in his back pocket and completely surprises you with the moves that he's able to make. There is that to look forward to if you are an Oklahoma City Thunder fan. So if you're like me and you don't like the move or you do like the move but you're sort of scratching your head as far as how, what now do you do if you're Oklahoma City, remember, in Sam we trust, in Sam... Has a tendency to surprise us, but ultimately, where is Carmelo Anthony going to be missed the most? And that's simple. He's going to be missed the most in the media scrum. Well, the knock on Russell is sometimes people say that he's selfish. I mean, as a guy that's is not play, played with him for a few years, what would you say to
3: that? I mean, averaged a, average a triple double, so it's hard to say somebody's selfish when they averaged a triple double. You know, I think it's just uh, people don't understand his mindset, and I think people can. Uh, Kind of take that in, you know, and put a wrong, a wrong perspective on kind of his mindset and what he's trying to accomplish. And at the end of the day, his main focus is to win, and he would do whatever he have to do to go out there and win. And that's that's something that I think that uh, I've come to you know love about him and uh, being able to go to war with him every night, day in and day out. Uh, something that you can appreciate. Uh, but I don't, I don't, I think people who who says those type of things, who make those type of comments, um, really don't understand kind of his mindset and his approach. And uh, I think I have a better understanding just being around him on a day-to-day basis. So maybe I'm biased when it, when it, when it comes to that, but uh, I, I understand his mindset and I know what he's trying to accomplish and I know what he's here to try to do.
0: The guy is always good for a quote. And even if he didn't like his role here in Oklahoma City, and that particular piece of audio was taken out of context by a guy like Colin Cowherd, and really in particular, guys in Fox Sports just really took that quote out of context as far as whether or not guys liked playing with Russell Westbrook and liked being his teammate. If you listen to the whole thing, you can tell Carmelo Anthony does, but he's always great for a quote. He's always honest with his feelings. It's refreshing to talk to him. So wherever he goes, be it Los Angeles, Houston, the Hawks, Miami. And I'd kind of like to see him go to Miami. I'd like to see him go out of the East because I don't, or go to the East because I don't want to play against Carmelo Anthony. I don't want to root against this guy. I just like him too much. Um, whichever media goes. Whichever media is getting him is certainly going to love what he brings to them. So Carmelo Anthony, I wish you nothing but the best. I would think Thunder Nation wishes you nothing but the best. But it is time for the Oklahoma City Thunder to move on. And that's what we will do in the next segment is move on. And we'll discuss what Russell Westbrook and Paul George could possibly accomplish here in the next couple of seasons. It's all right here on the special Saturday edition of the Locked on Thunder podcast.
2: TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax, make your moves, they'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live.
0: If you're listening in another part of the world, I don't know if you can hear what's going on through uh my bedroom window my my bedroom studio window as as I like to to call it here at the uh G Homestead the G Palace as it were there the tornado sirens are going off and if you don't live in Oklahoma or you've never been here to visit because I know we get a lot of listeners in different parts of the world and different parts of the country every Saturday at noon in Oklahoma every municipality test their tornado sirens to make sure that they're working for tornado season. So if you ever hear me do this podcast, at some point I will do this podcast from outside at noon on a Saturday, whether it's during the season or during the off season. And maybe you get to hear what it's like being in Oklahoma as you hear the the tornado sirens go off, as I always say that I, I like listening to radio in other markets. I like watching television broadcasts in other markets because I like to peek in on what's going on in that city. So I try and pull back the curtain and do that here. Tornado sirens going off in Oklahoma City. But no need to worry. It's just a test. It's only a test. It's Paul George Day here in Oklahoma City. So happy Paul George Day if you are celebrating. I don't know how you're celebrating PG-13 Day. Maybe you're going out and buying PG gear. Maybe you're drinking beer. Maybe you've got that special PG-13 cookie cake. But our wonderful mayor has named it Paul George Day because Paul George officially signed his contract yesterday to stay with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Hopefully for four years and even beyond that, also Hamadou Diallo made officially yesterday. That trade became official. He even gets in during the Summer League game and Nerlens Noel became official. So all family business for the Oklahoma City Thunder is official at this point because it's after July 6th. Which brings me to this, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, the dynamic duo. What ultimately can these two accomplish if they stay together and get along for the next few years? And I don't think there's any doubt that the Oklahoma City Thunder can win a championship if these two guys can not only coexist, but become a cohesive unit. Now, you need a third. That That is always the logic. That, that is the thought now of everybody that covers the NBA or just watches the NBA from a layman standpoint, is that you need a third. You need a big three. That's the only way you can succeed here in Oklahoma City. Or the only way you can succeed in the NBA. I don't... I'm very leery of the whole conventional wisdom, copycat, run your organization like somebody else runs their organization because obviously what works for them is going to work for you. My philosophy is, do you. Do what works for you. Do everything you can that you're comfortable with doing, but honestly, you need to have tried and true ways of what you think succeeds, not just steal it from somebody else. Because oftentimes when you steal a philosophy from somebody else, it, it backfires. There's nothing wrong with taking bits and pieces from it, but you don't have to be a complete Xerox copy of what a particular organization has done. So the whole big three thing, well, you've got a dynamic duo that's pretty darn good. And you've got Steven Adams, who right now I would think is the third scoring option without Carbello Anthony because he's very good inside. Hopefully Jeremy Grant can continue to get better from beyond the arc. And then you just live with what Andre Robertson gives you. Or if Corey Brewer comes back for the first few weeks, then you know that they're is at least four guys that you have to account for on, on the floor for the Oklahoma City Thunder. That's the immediate future. What I look for in the, the coming years of the Paul George, Russell Westbrook regime here in Oklahoma City is that because Paul George signed with Oklahoma City and because he had a year within the organization and then decided to sign He's a very good ambassador for the organization and any free agent who's considering coming to Oklahoma City instead of talking with a guy like Russell Westbrook who's been here his entire career and may be seen as a guy that wants to be totally 100% on his own which is a complete farce because if that was the truth he wouldn't have done everything in his power to make sure that Paul George stayed here but now Paul George can go sell to people, hey, this is what this organization did for you. First of all, he can say, look, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what to believe, but they always made me feel welcome from the moment I walked in to the time that I played to the beginning of free agency. And there's a reason I didn't even talk to the Lakers because I understood what this team could offer. Another guy that's really good, that's, that's a great ambassador for Oklahoma City, and I'm sure his current team won't be happy about that, is the New York Knicks. And that is in his <laughs> who would be a great ambassador to talk to about Oklahoma City. But I believe George will become the salesman. And while we may not see necessarily that quote-unquote third piece, it could happen. It very well could. I don't want to sit here and say that it couldn't, but we may not see that necessarily third piece, big-name, rock star kind of guy come in. What Paul George may be able to do is sell it for guys who help just put the puzzle together and put Oklahoma City on a run. Yes, I do believe that they can win a championship. They are going to need some help, though, from Golden State eventually getting old and them not being as good. You have to hope that the Lakers don't figure it out in their front office and they keep surrounding LeBron James with the type of players that they are, which looks like it's going to be a very weird fit there. And LeBron has his mind on business in the afterlife of basketball, and then there's the Houston Rockets who look like they're built to succeed for not only the near future, but maybe the next three or four years as well. I think at worst, in the Paul George, Russell Westbrook era, if we're just looking over the next four years, I think you're going to see some really good free agents come to Oklahoma City, and you will see the Thunder go no worse than getting into the Western Conference Finals at least a couple of times, and probably the NBA Finals, and it may not be a championship, but it'll be one hell of a run, and it'll be a lot of fun to watch, and uh, I didn't get a chance to watch much of the Summer League game yesterday, I'm going to watch it and the one tonight, back-to-back on Sunday, and have a little bit more breakdown for you on Monday, but Summer League's a lot of fun to watch, and I'll explain that coming up next here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. It's a Saturday edition of the Locked on Thunder podcast. Carmelo Anthony's out. Um, we're going to have... We're going to do a special tribute to Carmelo Anthony uh, here in a couple of minutes. We'll play uh, some of some of Melo's... We'll play a couple of his more memorable quotes as a member of the Oklahoma City Thunder because that's the thing that uh, we'll miss the most about Carmelo Anthony, especially those of us that cover the basketball team. Um, but Summer League... I. Over the last few years, look, I've been covering the Thunder for five years, but I haven't felt the need to watch a whole lot of Summer League games because it wasn't having that impact or that big of an impact on what was going on in the season. But this year, doing a podcast specifically to the Oklahoma City Thunder or for the Oklahoma City Thunder for the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, I now feel more obligated to watch. And just my, just layman's, uh, just impressions and perspective of what I saw in Summer League just in the first few minutes that I watched from yesterday's game, it's what I imagine if I were to peek in on Gallagher-Iba Arena and see the Oklahoma State basketball team divided into two teams of five or two teams of seven and just them going back and forth. It's it's a pickup game, but just of a much higher caliber With a lot of really good talent. And as you saw, and and it's fun to watch. It's a lot of fun to watch. It's sloppy because guys haven't played together at all. They don't know each other's tendencies. They don't know the other team's tendencies. But it really opens itself up for one or two guys to have really big games. And that first few minutes of that Thunder Hornets game was a lot of fun to watch. Especially if you're a Malik Monk fan. Or you wanted to see him develop because he was tremendous in that first quarter. That's what Summer League is for me. And just watching those first few minutes, my thoughts were were not only that, but also that if you're a GM, what exactly are you scouting? Is it just raw athletic ability? Is it shooting skills? Because I don't see any way you can get a good judge of how a guy is going to fit into any sort of system you want to run. Because he's playing with guys that he's normally not going to play with. And I would think that there's an agenda for every one of those players to stand out and show out. Because if you're not going to make it with the organization you're playing Summer League for, there's always somebody else that may sign you. So you want to go out and and show off the absolute best that you can. Carmelo Anthony was always a a gracious player. A gracious player. I don't know. I was going to say a gracious host, but what was he hosting? I guess he was hosting us in his in the locker room. I guess he was hosting us after practice, but certainly he's going to be missed in the media scrum. Carmelo, very thoughtful. And I will start off with, with this one. Uh, this is Carmelo Anthony from his exit interview talking about the sacrifices and decisions that ultimately have to be made for his future.
3: All year, the Thunder, Billy, players around on the team talk about how much you sacrifice. And um, I, I guess it's kind of two parts. Uh, going into next year, with all the sacrifices you've made, are, are you willing to, if they come to you, say like sacrifice the, the salary you're making? You know, maybe restructure what you're doing and spread it out over a certain amount of years, mm-hmm. or are you willing to sacrifice um, playing time and uh, or even a possible bench role? Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not sacrificing no bench role. So you can, that's out the question. Uh, as far as sacrificing, uh, find, You know, fine I don't even like to talk about financial. You know, finances and the, the, the economics of the game of basketball. When that time come, that time will come. Like, if and when, you know, we 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 have to sit down and, and talk about what's the future and you know, ideas and situations and that, that, that time will come. I honestly don't, I don't even feel comfortable sitting here talking about money when it, money in in, in basketball and because at the end of the day, yeah, we, we, we all, we all play and we in this, this game to take care of our family and make money and make the most money that you could possibly make. But it's, it's, that's already done. Those contracts are already guaranteed. Like that's, that's going to happen. Uh, uh, I think for me, my focus would be on kind of figuring out what I want, in, 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 out of out of out of the rest of my career, uh, what I want in in in, 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 in my future. Uh, what am I willing to accept? And if I'm if I'm willing to accept that at all, uh, I think everybody knows that I've sacrificed. Uh, Kind of damn near everything, uh, family. You know, moving here by myself, uh, sacrifice uh, my game for the sake of the team, uh, and was willing to sacrifice any and everything in order for this situation to work out. Uh, so it's something I really have to think about if you know if if I really want to uh, be this type of player and finish out my career as this type of player uh, knowing that I have so much left in in, in the tank and I bring so much to the game of basketball Uh, and and, and if and how long I want to continue to do this I think that's that's, that's also a a thought process as well Thanks Mello Thank you
0: yeah, it's very rare you just get that kind of honesty from guys. And that may be what I like the most about Carmelo Anthony is he was willing to bear his soul where a guy like Russell Westbrook, you're you're never going to 100% ever know what he's thinking. And then you've got other guys like Paul George who throughout free agency, and I don't blame him for this. But please don't understand. I'm not criticizing Paul George here. But Paul George throughout free agency was going to play things very close to the vest and we may see more of a pouring out of Paul George and and an honest feeling of what he thinks about the Oklahoma City Thunder when the pre, when, when we get to speak to him either right before the season on media day or maybe that there's a press conference now that the Thunder can have to announce this signing and and deal with Nerlens Noel so maybe we 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 see that here in a bit. Okay. The other one I wanted to play for you here today because we talk about the best of Melo was this and this was the NCAA this was Carmelo Anthony talking about the NCAA and how he thinks the NCAA is a hypocritical organization that doesn't treat its players with respect
3: NCAA and uh, amateur sports been corrupt for so long I mean we we all know that Uh, whether you get caught doing it or not uh, it, it is what it is uh, but that's the that's side the point. Uh, I think college basketball players, college athletes, period, uh, should be compensated. Uh, you know, they, they you got to think about a 16 year old kid, 17 year old kid uh, going to college. Yeah, education is, you know, they get a free education if they get a scholarship, but how are they surviving on those campuses? Uh, a lot of them can't uh, afford food. Uh, they get in trouble for taking $10 or $20 or, you know, a friend or a family member can't give them money. So there's so many small things that goes along with that. And I just wish and hope and pray that uh, something happens. Uh, I, w- I would love to sit down with NCAA and just hear. No, I'm serious. Like, just hear kind of their thought process behind this and what they think and what's the future. And uh, I'm all for the athletes. I think we have to figure something out for the, for college as a whole.
0: I'm interested to see what Carmelo Anthony's future holds beyond the court, because there's some there, there, there's something there, and I'm not sure what a guy like him does. Because I sort of envision him being a politician, but I, and that's something I'd like to see a, a guy that does I I broadcasting. That's the first thing that comes to mind for everyone is. Is oh, let's put him in broadcasting because he's he's well-spoken, he's opinionated, and he can fit right in with that entire crew at, at TNT. I don't disagree with that, but I think there's something more to Carmelo Anthony. I think there's a greater good that he will go out and tackle and continue to work for long after his basketball days are gone. And that's the the thing that will be most interesting to watch about him. is just where he goes in the future. And politician, hey, I'd vote for the dude. I don't completely agree with everything that he says politically, but he's a guy that's got some good ideas. And I think he's a guy that's more in touch with the world and would be very in touch with his constituents if he had the opportunity to do something like that. I don't know if it's something that he wants to deal with, it's a lot of headache. It's a lot of frustration, but that's you know if I had the perfect if if I had the perfect career for him after basketball, it's politician on a city, state, national level, whatever it does. I think Carmelo Anthony needs to be out there working for the American people and working for the people that he cares about the most. This is the Locked On Thunder podcast. We'll be back on Monday talking a lot more about summer league and what we've seen from the Oklahoma City Thunder. And I just want to say today, really, may the bridges you burn light the way forward. Also, everybody love everybody, in peace, love, and thunder up.
1: You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it?
2: I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense.
1: Go to grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on Amazon Music.